Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. It is April 23rd, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. The Raw go-home for the Greatest Royal Rumble. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Oh, Matt, tough tough show tonight. What'd you think? Not good. Um, not good. But I came into the show still upset that, you know, Raw lost. Some, Raw thought it was a good idea to give up Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, happy for SmackDown and the possibilities of that right in the matchups but it screws up monday for me a little bit you know i don't have as many i feel like i'm down one less guy to look forward to wrestling each week storyline wise right and then it started off with the same boring crap you know with paul Heyman, and i love paul to death but we've said it a million times ad nauseum it's stale it is boring the whole act yeah i, I like the uh i like the lashley Strowman match but that yeah. was kind of that was kind of it. Um, it felt like a lot of filler. You know, we, we talk about this all the time where uh, they blow their wad the night after Mania and then you're back to where you were in two weeks. And I feel like we're kind of back to just back to back to the norm. And, uh, you know, again, I think if you would have uh, spread some of the surprises out, some of the debuts, um, I think it would have been more effective. Yep. So here we are, guys. Uh, Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia this Friday. So we're at an interesting place in the WWE timeline. We just had the Superstar Shakeup last week. Huge. Uh, I mean, Which, and, and, and pretty much everyone that moved to Raw lost. <laughs> like all the major guys. <laughs> yeah. Lost tonight. Yeah. Like, come on, give them some momentum, you know? Yeah, no I'm not saying you should have Sammy and Kevin beat uh, Strowman and Lashley, but you could have booked them against somebody else. Yeah. And uh, Greatest Royal Rumble Friday, Backlash. There's one more Raw to go until Backlash. And uh, that's the first dual brand pay-per-view. So we're in kind of a weird state right now with where everything's at. I think maybe doing the shakeup uh, was a mistake at this point, given that um, they're trying I, to build two pay-per-views right now. I think whenever they do it, they're going to have that same issue. Yeah, right? so. yeah maybe. Unless you had to be a pay-per-view. You had this shake-up be a part of a, a pay-per-view. 
Yeah. And tonight they tried something different, uh, putting all the women in a 10-woman tag main event. This right before Friday's Greatest Royal Rumble that will feature no women's matches. And, man, let's just uh, hop in and talk about the episode. So they opened with a 10-bell salute to Bruno San Martino. We talked uh, about video was awesome. And they're showing the documentary on the network tonight, which I recommend everyone check out. Um, we talked it's about his passing on Wednesday. They make those, you know? Like, oh, is that a new documentary? Or is yeah, that... it's a new one, I think. Really? They That's just, what I thought. Since Wednesday, they're like, guys, put it together. Yeah, remember when Ultimate <laughs> Warrior died? And they, they made it in like a week. It was yeah. insane. It was really good, too. It was. Cool. Well, I look forward to checking that out on the network. After that, uh, opened with Paul Heyman coming out, cutting a promo in advance of Brock Lesnar's, and he was with Brock Lesnar, cutting a promo in advance of his steel cage match against Roman Reigns at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. And Roman came out, interrupted that. There were, like, that one section chanting for Roman. Yeah. Roman got a better reaction than he usually does, I thought, in general, with this crowd. He he did. I I thought he did, too. I thought those were plants, though. Didn't you guys? Yeah. Could have been, but even even so, like I thought, were, uh, he didn't yeah, he didn't have that uh, the giant orchestra of booze no. that he's he's been having lately. So that's happening Friday. We'll see what happens there. I I'm I'm excited for this feud to end. I'm <laughs> done, I'm done with it. And uh, man, to that point, you know, Lesnar and Heyman, this thing has gotten so old and stale. Um, I love both guys. I love Brock. Yeah. I think he brings a bunch. Uh, he's, you know, just such a different character. But by doing the same thing for six years or whatever it's been, or it's just gotten so old. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, and and, and um, well, you know, before before I continue, guys, I just want to share with the fans. Hope it's okay with you guys. Um, okay. I'm trying this new thing called it's a V. It's a B12 vape thing, right? And uh, you inhale uh, vitamin B12 through vapor. Uh, those of you that don't know, I, and probably don't believe it, but yours truly am trying to quit smoking cigarettes. And uh, so in the weeks past when you'd see me do this, that's me smoking off camera. And it's horrible. <laughs> and I'm trying to better my health. So this is what this is. B12. It's called BioVape, I believe is the company. Mm. And uh, just wanted to say that so we could continue the show. And I not annoy everybody to death. Um, so with that said, um, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a crazy that we're actually saying like box office, Brock Lesnar has become stale. I think we've been screaming this from the mountaintops. Let him talk when it's time for him to do his stuff. Let him talk. Now. I think he's earned it by now. Um, and and Paul, how do you say this? I feel like we're creating sac, we're making sacrilege here by, by putting down a Paul Heyman promo, but we continue to do it because not because they're not good, but because it doesn't do anything. It's, it's, like I, it's like I told you guys. If you're yelling in your promos, you're really right here. If you're talking really quiet in your promos the whole time, you're still down here. You're, you're still right here. It's just white noise at this, fat, at this point. So whatever he says to me is now white noise, and I don't even hear what he's saying and don't care. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I've been tuning out lately. Like I have to remind myself to pay attention. And, but you know what he's saying. You know, it's just the same promo that we've had for forever. Ugh, so, boring. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things. If you know Brock, this contract's supposed to be short term. It might even be just this one match, or or maybe one more. So, uh, if he's leaving um, or leaving for a little bit, it might be a good uh, 
change of pace for a little bit almost just to freshen him up if he does come back. And, and it really just feels by the way they have um, Reigns being scripted right now. He's very – for a guy who just got pumbled at WrestleMania, I mean, yeah. go back and watch it. He got his ass handed to him. Um, he got killed, yeah. you know. And, and, and for him to get killed like that and to be so confident that he's going to win that, that championship, it's not like this underdog feeling I get when, it, when, when someone gets beat up 300 times and then it's going to be a 300 first time that he's going to do it. Like – it doesn't feel like he's fighting from underneath. I don't know how to explain that other than he's almost too confident tipping the hand that they're going to make the switch Yeah. at this show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I, I, I cannot imagine them having him lose again, um, especially in a steel cage. I mean, you yeah. know, otherwise you could do a DQ or something, but with it being a cage match, yeah. I think Reigns is winning it here. They just delayed it by a few weeks, but this feud just feels old as hell, like uh, stale. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, for, yeah, so it's that? not Reigns' fault. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just thinking smash cut to Friday. I can't believe Roman didn't win again. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's weird though, right? I mean, so people talk about like go home heat. This is like the reverse <laughs> of that, right? Where it's like, we just want to get this over with. Fine. Yeah. Please go do your home. match. Please. <laughs> Let him win. But, you uh, know what, Brock? I feel like he's looking the smallest he's ever looked. Yeah. Like he looked uh, for as small as he can look. I mean, he's still huge, but uh, he's lost a lot. He's lost a lot, a lot of his muscle definition. He's lost. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to call him fat either, but he doesn't look as tight as he normally does. Right. Mm. You look at that WrestleMania where he wrestled Triple H, and he—I mean, he looked was a freaking house, and he looked like Lashley. And uh, yeah, he's not looking the same. So, as you pointed out. Raj, uh, the new SmackDown imports at Raw didn't fare so well tonight, starting with Elias versus Bobby Roode. Yeah, so Bobby Roode, you know, they gave him the big surprise. Uh, yeah. He was a big surprise last week in that big 10-man tag, and then they just have him lose to Elias. And it was pretty clean, right? If I'm, if yes. I'm remembering, it was just a clean, yeah. They need to turn him heel bad. If that's if, okay, if this is what this leads to, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know? I don't think it is. I think this is just their way of starting this feud. I think it's Bobby Roode and Elias for a while. Uh, why can't they just get? Why can't they just get Elias, an established veteran, stars, upper echelon star, for him to roll over? You know what I mean? Just to kill. Yeah. Hmm. Why has it got to be at the expense of another guy at that same level? Mm-hmm. You know, Braun, Braun's a little bit above him, obviously, right? But they had him going against Braun there for a while too. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting killed by Braun every week. It's like, so uh, dumb. Yeah. You know. Man. Um, yeah, cannot happen soon enough with Elias' heel turn. And then Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the Ascension. I think we all knew how this was going to go, regardless of the brand switch. But kind of a more competitive match for the Ascension. I'll say that much. Uh, now Matt and Bray are facing the bar, the greatest Royal Rumble, for the Raw Tag Team titles even though the bar left for SmackDown. Uh, what did you think of this tonight, Matt, and sort of this evolution of Matt and Bray as a tag team? How horrible is that that I didn't know the bars on SmackDown? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible of me. All right. Um, well, they just moved. Videos. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm ex- I love Matt, and I love his creativity, and I love what he's trying to do with his character. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the match. 
I always enjoy their matches. I just, storyline-wise, you know what? I just need to shut up and let it play out, Yeah. you know, and, and get out of my head a little bit with it and stop being over-critical wrestling fan and just, you know, almost we, – we get in our own way so, sometimes, I think. And, and I think this is one where we just need to – because we did. We tried to let this play off and play through and just kept waiting week after week after week to judge it, if you remember. Yeah. So I think – it's our inability to trust WWE more than it is Matt, you know, and, and the, 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 the way this character is directed. So, um, but, you know, I just think we need to do that. I know I'm going to try my best to do it and not just immediately start putting it down because it's not as good as I thought they did with TNA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were more integrated tonight with Matt doing the run with Bray sounding a little more like old Bray. It was, this was not the baby face the leader of worlds tag team. This was kind of a little bit of a mixed promo. That's, that's the main thing that stood out for me was that they were injecting a little more of Bray into it rather than having yeah. it be all woken Matt. All for that too, by the way, we, 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 we want to see some new stuff from Bray, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost want to see Bray as a singles guy as a, but as a baby face. Um, I know it was like your dream there, Raj last week. Bray was all smiley. Well, glad to be there. I didn't say he needed to be smiling and glad to be there, but uh, he, just, he, just he, switching up his character. And I feel like he's kind of still doing his old shtick just with Matt now. I just, you know what I'm confused about, um, Raj, is what is it that you, like, you can't change his, his character, Bray's character is what it is. So, like, how, like, for you to change it, you've got to completely change it. Well, yeah, it would be like... Uh, changing up the promos a little so you can still deliver them the same but start making them make sense a little more and not you know it's like the paul Heyman promos that have gotten old because it's been the same thing same we thing can, we can, yes and so just changing that part up like changing uh what you're saying as opposed to just talking about you know uh, gods and stuff like that just, you know changing it up a little it's like how undertaker you know he's always been the undertaker but he makes mm-hmm. the small changes to his character that, that freshens him up, you know, every time. Yeah. He back. I think Bray speaking in shorter sentences and making concise points, though, would be a huge start. Like, actually give him some substance rather than the pageantry of that sing-songy way he talks. Because yeah. um, I think that's where people get lost. You know, it's like Heyman. Heyman's been doing now the past a month or two the uh, never a prediction, always a spoiler. He's been changing up his content, but I almost didn't realize until I read People like I was reading some of his tweets with that. He's saying it, but when he says it in that same cadence, you just tune out. It's like he could be up there reciting, you know, the best promo Ooh, ever. Yeah, he could be doing the Gettysburg Address for all I care. <laughs> we won't even know. Yeah. Because we're tuning him out. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Matt and Bray won that tonight. Uh, after that, we got the Sammy and Kevin uh, show for the first time. <laughs> I thought this was the high point of the show. As far I, I thought as it was great. Sammy, go. Oh, go for Sammy it. Continue, sorry, Sammy continues to crush it, and he's outshining Kevin Owens right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Him, uh, just him helping Kurt Angle in the ring. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And him dancing to Kurt Angle's music. I, I, thought, I thought that was great. Sammy he looked uh, a little skinnier than usual. He's a he's tiny. That's a, it's okay. But his character, though, Raj, this is the definition, you guys. When they say finding yourself, it takes years 
first of all, as a man, it takes you forever to, it takes us all, all three of us, it's taken us a certain amount of time to figure out who we are as a man, what do we stand for, what are we about, right, just as a human being, as a man, as a husband, as a father, right, now, let's interject wrestling, how the hell do, how long do you think it takes to figure out who you are in that ring, people give you all these different genius ideas of characters you've got to wash in and wash out, and, and attempt to try, because you don't want to hurt certain agents' feelings and writers' feelings mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. It takes forever. So when we say, and you hear like Stone Cold and other guys on their podcasts talk about figuring out who you are is so crucial and important, and that light bulb goes off and that aha moment happens, we're watching it right now with his last year with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And it's been, an, it's been a joy to watch because it keeps crescendoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love Man, he watching was great. it. I, yeah, I thought it was great. The reading glasses I thought were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his voice inflection, his voice inflection, everything. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I love that they set up. Actually, I thought this was some of the best story build for the Greatest Royal Rumble, and I really hope they pay off on it. Pointing out Chris Jericho is going to be in that match. Daniel Bryan is going to be in that match. Shane McMahon and then Kurt Angle. So you got four guys that have a grudge against the two. Um, yeah. Man. Why not give it some sort of stakes, though? Yeah. The Rumble itself. Don't they have like, a trophy? Wasn't there a trophy? Yeah, but, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's all BS anyway. But, you know, having you get a title shot at Money in the Bank or something. Um, I, wasn't, I was annoyed by all the public, like how much I kept hyping this stupid thing, by the way, through the show. They did it way too many times for my liking. Like, I get it. I know when it is. It's kind of weird how some of the matches are not like they've done no no storyline build for it, right? Like the the ladder match, mm-hmm. they haven't done anything. Uh, a bunch of the matches on the show are just kind of there. Triple H and Cena, they haven't done anything with them. Yeah, it's just a throwaway pay per view. Yeah, but it's massive, so it's a throwaway with pay-per-view. great matches. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Let me be clear with great matches, though. Yeah, I mean they've got more stars than they had for WrestleMania, ex- yep. yeah, except for the Pretty women. Much. Yeah, I mean they're bringing Ray in and Jericho, and they didn't do that for they didn't do that for Mania. They're bringing Rey Mysterio in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm surprised didn't plug that tonight. That. Yeah, I wonder if he's just supposed to be. A, well, it's like on the one hand you think he's supposed to be a surprise, but he's on a lot of the posters for it. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Tonight, I mean, starting with the first time, interesting. You know, four days before, take the day off work Friday. <laughs> yeah, six cool. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, man. You're able to do the podcast this Friday, right? I am. Yeah. Matt. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, as long as we're done, I've got uh, Infinity War tickets for that evening. I think we'll be done Pacific. Uh, it's five hours, this show. Yeah, I'll, a lot of thing. coffee, man. Yeah. A lot of coffee. Um, what's, five, well, what's five hours? It's the greatest it's Royal Rumble event on Friday. Oh, come on. So it starts at noon. I, I, I mean, they got a five-hour window. It'll probably end earlier than that, but. It's a it's a five hour window they got plus an hour pre show, <laughs> so noon Eastern yeah to five o'clock and then the one hour pre shows before that. It's gonna be a spectacle. It will be it'll be interesting to see. Oh sure. I mean Absolutely. the the stadium setup and everything. No, the photos. I mean it looks crazy. This, They're I mean, saying it's sold out. That seems. Yeah, a lot of comps though. What? Why wouldn't they be sold out? Well, they have a hard time selling that stadium out for like soccer. And, and things like that. So this um, is WWE first time coming, right? Or no, they've no? been there before. But I mean, this is a massive event for sure. Tickets are only like five bucks on average. So <clears throat> yeah. So 
Go nuts. <coughs> 60, uh, 60,000 plus. Speaking of tickets, great segue uh, to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is SeatGeek. You've heard us talk about how buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, but now there is a better way to buy, and that is SeatGeek, the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to whether you're searching for last minute deal, planning a night out with friends, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and they're fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Now, I have the SeatGeek app. Um, uh, pardon me, the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. You've heard Raj talk about using it as well to get Lady Gaga tickets, to get football tickets, to get Bon Jovi tickets. I used it to get tickets to Hamilton. I got, used it to get, get tickets to Matt and Kim at the Warfield. I went and saw the Go Go's musical the other night. I bought my tickets on SeatGeek, and what I love about it is I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats, and it's designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find you amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports, concerts, wrestling, comedy, and the theater. Best of all, our listeners can get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek. I'm going to use them. WWE is coming back out to California at the end of June. Going to buy my tickets there. Love having them as a sponsor. Thank you, SeatGeek for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, real quick, uh, Go-Go's musical? Yes, it's a musical based on the songs of the Go-Go's. Huh. Oh, my God. Sorry about that, Seat Geek. He was doing great <laughs> in the plug until that part. <laughs> you know, I, I like to try different things. Hey. It's, it's, it actually wasn't very good. Uh, I got to say no, that. Like, shocker. Really? It wasn't good? A Go-Go's musical. It wasn't good. Okay, Hamilton, which the look on your face was priceless. A rap music, a hip hop musical about our founding fathers was the, one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. You never know, man. Jersey Boys was a great musical. It can be done, just not with the Go Go's. <laughs> huh. It's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyhow. So Friday, Greatest Royal Rumble will be here right after it ends on the East Coast to talk about it all live on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We got some good backstage segments tonight. The Miztourage trying to find their way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Talking with Seth Rollins, talking with Finn Balor, coming out later for their match, entering to the Miz's music still. Matt, what do you do with the Miztourage at this point? Uh, I don't have anything for him. Um, yeah. I, I just don't. I, I, it's a shame. I want to see him do something, right? And I thought they made the most of the crap they had to do tonight, right? Um, not that they were given anything great. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's too bad because they're entertaining, but they fit with the Miz. They should just have – sometimes they like to do these changes without a real plan in mind. And uh, yep. I'm getting the feeling that that's what they're doing with the Miztourage and when in, I think in actuality, they would all benefit by all three of them being together. Um, How yeah. does the Miz benefit, though? Come on. Hmm. How does yeah. the Miz benefit? Yeah, well, he's got goons, you know, to help him out. <laughs> People are speculating TV. maybe the, the Miz will do something with Big Cass, maybe on SmackDown. 
Yeah, I mean, I, he is doing the Miz TV segment with Daniel Bryan, and you would expect Big Cass to get involved. Yeah. Whether that means they're being paired up somehow. Help Big Cass. It would help, yeah, it would definitely help him. Yeah, um, so tonight we did get, speaking of uh, having a hype man, tonight Titus Worldwide took on Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, man, so at least Drew's not in a feud with Dolph, which was just death over on SmackDown, how it was with Bobby and Shinsuke. What did you think of Drew Mack tonight and his uh, promo that he cut, Matt? Great. Tonight, he was very concise. Um, He didn't rush. His accent wasn't, it didn't, it didn't disconnect me. That thick accent, that that, that Scottish accent of his sometimes used to cause a disconnect for me. Tonight's was very succinct and and very meaningful. They should have ended the promo with with him. Um, That's how strong I thought his part was. I was very impressed and I'm excited for him. He's a, he's a superstar. He's going to, if he, can avoid getting injured or anything. He's he's going to be big. He's got the look that Vince has. His promo was awesome tonight. I, I thought that was one of the best promos he's given. Uh, it is. He, he has the look. He, he has everything. So, um, yeah, I think he I think he'll be huge. He looked like a star. I mean, tonight. Yeah. And that that Alabama. He carries Sam himself too. Star. Like he carries himself like a star, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. And he's able to do that where he just. He, he, you know, he gives off the impression like I'm the shit, and you believe it, right? And that uh, full 180 yeah. Alabama slam he did tonight, taking awesome. Apollo yeah. from all the way back to all the way forward. I mean, why is that not his finisher? That was so impressive. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, seriously, like that, you don't see that. Like Braun's not even doing that on Raw. Yeah, like, I mean, once he splits with Ziggler, yeah, yeah, or whatever they do, that that should be his finisher. That. That combo finish, though, the Claiborne yeah. with the zigzag is dope. That is. That is oh, awesome. Oh, that is nasty. I almost worry with Dolph. Um, one, I think Dolph is too in between size-wise. He's not small enough to make Drew look huge, but he's so mm-hmm. tall that it kind of dimin- – you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not an Enzo yeah. cast thing because it doesn't make no, Drew look it's like, like Sean and Diesel, kind of. Yeah. 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 Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, Dolph is no Sean, but uh, – <laughs> In his mind, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's talented as hell. No, but. when I when I say that, I mean the size comparison because Diesel yeah. was damn near was six ten, six eleven. Yeah, you know, homeboy six five. There's a big drop off between the two. Right, but then Ziggler is what like five ten, and Sean was every, like six every, two. No, Sean's yeah. got two inches on him. At, that's it, two inches. To the wikis. Yeah, uh, you can't count. Dude, somebody one. lied about my Wikipedia. You know what I mean? People can lie, can get in there and, and fidget their way through Wikipedia. Yeah, I swear sure. to God, one, one of my former characters was called. Um, I was I, I was Doink the Clown one year. Um, <laughs> I swear to God on my Wikipedia. This was years ago, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's the- saying Dolph is six and Sean is six one. So yeah, you're right. If <laughs> you know, if you're going by. Six foot, I'd say. Sean is probably six foot. Sean, I believe it because he's he's. You look at him standing next to these NXT guys, and he looks bigger than all. You know, when he's like standing next to Gargano, (laughs) he looks gigantic. Watch him next to Hunter, who's six four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! So after they beat Titus Worldwide tonight, we had Jinder Mahal versus Chad Gable. 
this seemed like it could have gone either way. Uh, Chad Gable ended up getting the win, launching his singles career on Raw. Oh, I thought as the match was going on, it was clear that Chad Gable was going to pick up a surprise win. Yeah. Jinder got way too much offense. At the beginning, especially. <clears throat> I like Ginger's promo tonight, by the way. His backstage promo. Yeah. Uh, I like that, that, um, that, that layer in his character. You know what I mean? I thought it was good. It was something different. And I just thought I should bring it up because it was yeah. different. Yeah. Real quick, Matt, we'll get to this later. A lot of people are asking, <laughs> want me to ask you about John Cena and Nikki Bella because comments you made in the past. So we'll get to that after, after Raw. Okay. Yeah. But I called it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, what, that's what people are asking. They're like, how did Matt know? He was, you know. Because you were saying from the beginning, it's not, they're not getting married. It's not going to happen. Because I know John. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. And all those commercials rubbing salt in the wound about John Cena talking about making people's wishes come true. But not for her. Oh, man. <laughs> so after Gable won tonight, um, we had some promos. So we, they did try and build this women's match tonight. I think the idea was to really establish um, some of the newcomers. So we had the Riot Squad back week. They uh, backstage, all of them got a chance to talk talk about their point of view before the ten woman tag. Um, what do you think, Matt? Did uh, any any of them jump out to you on the mic tonight with those promos? Who did who? Uh, the Riot Squad when they were backstage trying to no. establish. I mean, they gave them no. two sentences each, but that's you know. Right. That's that's. I was going to say they, I didn't hear enough of enough from them, and. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a fan of, I'm not, I don't hate them. I'm just not yeah. a fan of them. Yeah. yeah they, they come across as just a, you know, a B version of uh, absolution. Yeah. That's what I thought when the trade, uh, when, when, when it, when it happened, right. Yeah. When they got this, the shakeup happened. Yeah. So we got a backstage promo Samoa Joe. I did not notice any text on screen. Thank God for that. Oh, yeah. Would, yeah, so we hey. don't want to we don't want to remind them because I feel like yeah. anytime we mention that the next week words are just flying all, all the whole show. It was mm. weird though that oh sorry Matt what were we gonna say nothing oh uh, I was gonna say it's weird that was Samoa Joe's cutting the promo on Roman and saying you know when Roman loses I don't know I mean it seems that it was odd to me he didn't say you know uh, that he wants to come after Brock like it's just straight Samoa Joe and Roman. Yeah. Now in this feud. Well, he, well, yeah, because it's over, right? It's yeah. over at Backlash. Samoa Joe's on SmackDown now, which <laughs> shortest still, feud. Yeah. I mean, it's great for SmackDown. I just Raw is really hurting on the heel side. Like, who do they got? Yeah. I mean, Kevin Owens. They made him and Sammy look like nothing tonight. I mean, they were entertaining as hell, but they just got you know demolished by Braun and Lashley. I, you just got like no top heels on on the Raw side. I think they should turn yeah. Lashley. Hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Speaking of which, yeah, I thought Bobby was the star of that match by he far. Good. Yeah. I thought Braun looked great too. We didn't have Braun in the background so much of a match though. Yeah, but when he made the hot tag, like he was on fire. Uh, you know, they were building that hot tag. And then, you know, when he kept the uh, shoulder bumping KO on the outside and uh, he delivered that drop kick outside of the ring. I thought uh, I thought they I thought they looked great. This was a fun match. Mm -hmm. 
Um, no way, Jose versus Baron. Wait, Corbin. wait, I, I, but yeah, what do you guys think about turning Lashley? I think he he was so good as oh, a yeah. heel in TNA. You need some you need some heels for Roman. I think Kevin Owens. They've done it before, um, and you really got no one else. I think it would work as well because Bobby's not getting that huge, huge right pop anymore. Right? Let's just be honest. Um, and, and I don't. I wouldn't. It's he's still new. He just came back, so the, mm. the jury's still out as far as do you react that quickly and make him heal because of that? No. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it doesn't. It's not going to hurt. Right. You know what I mean? I think him maybe in a heel can only go up for his stock. And like you said, he did a great job with TNA doing it. But he, again, what we've seen with Matt Hardy and other characters, TNA lets you do a lot more of your own stuff, your own verbiage especially. And that is so powerful when you're developing your own character. Yeah. This is different with them. These guys script, overly script every single thing. They practice their ring entrances for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like for, yeah. for TV cameras, I get why they do that, especially NXT. But for your character and who you are, come on, don't tell me how to walk to the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who yeah, would you think... put Bobby against, Matt? Sorry. I'd like that, actually. Uh, yeah. Roman and Bobby would be cool. Um, I'd love to see Brock and Bobby one day, you know, but we're not going to. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, assuming Roman wins the title, that seems like the best possible feud. I don't know if you want Lashley losing right off the bat. That but, quick, right? Yeah. yeah. As so maybe you, you have KO for now and then build the Lashley later this summer. And you got to keep him the hell away from Braun as well. Keep Lashley the hell away from Braun. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's a great match a year from now, six months from now, eight exactly. months from now. Yeah, you don't want to rush that. King Kong and Godzilla, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no way, Jose versus Baron Corbin in a segment Ugh, so long. Is this a Lord. feud? I thought this was could just gonna be. You could yeah, not name is... me, guys. You could not have just named me two wrestlers. I couldn't care any less about. <laughs> yeah. No, and this is like so. Yeah, so dumb. And, and like, Primo and, Ec and Epico have more of my attention <laughs> than those two. The timeshare thing really grew on me by the end. I Did it. <laughs> you love the time show. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, you did. You're putting it over every week. Yeah, you were. Because <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I mean, no way, Jose. I get it. It's it's like a middling gimmick, but the timeshare thing is so out of left field. It's it's almost so stupid. It's brilliant because who in the hell came up with that and thought that was the way to go? No way, Jose is just kind of paint by numbers. I mean, it's Fandango with a Congo on. Yeah, I thought the timeshare stuff sucked. But no way, Jose. Yeah, I mean, I thought Baron's uh, promo that he did before the match was terrible. Um, you know, he's talking about like, you know, your, your, your goons, those guys. I could take those guys. <laughs> and, the fact uh, Baron Corbin took him seriously. Baron Corbin should have walked out there and one shot at him or just been like, ah, you're not worth my time. But instead, I know what your strategy, I know your secret tricks, no way, Jose. Right, That's exactly. why you have the conga line. Like, I'm no Baron Corbin fan, but dear God, like, this really yeah. brought down Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah his gimmick's the lone wolf and, like, this, this you know, lone, Bad lonely badass. And then he's... Badass, yeah. Yeah, and he's, you know, doing the Scooby-Doo reveal... Like, I, you know, yes. I, I know exactly what's going to happen. And then you saw the ambush coming a mile away. Uh, this whole thing. Is, uh, this is one feud of it's bathroom break, right? Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, 
it's rude to say the talent in my, my opinion, and I hate saying it, but it, yeah. it's the truth. I feel yeah. like this is, we've talked about this before. I feel like tonight's raw was one of those. If we didn't have the podcast, I'm, this is one I would have probably given up on and then watched later. Oh, like DBR. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you know how many weeks I say that out loud? Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> never want, I never want to disparage it because look, we've got, you know, the people that watch the podcast live, the people that tweeted us all week and say, Oh my God, I love seeing what you guys think about raw. So I never want to disparage right. raw because look, we're all in this, right? Like, without Raw, we don't have a podcast, although it'd be fun some weeks just to come on, talk about the other random shit we're watching on TV. But, so I never want to crap on Raw too much and say, oh, it wasn't even worth watching. But tonight was one that was that was challenging to, to make it to the end. Well, I think I think once that Lashley-Strowman uh, match was over, I thought the show was kind of over. It was just, just downhill from there. It was just filler. Right? Well, there was nothing yeah. in this third hour, really. I mean, Ronda Rousey, her cameo that... They completely forgot about the match when she was out. But uh, there was nothing else in this third hour that was worth watching. Not bigger than that. Not bigger than, you know, Lashley and, and uh, Strowman. No. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get oh, – I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Uh, we're going to get Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax at Backlash. We got an Alexa promo tonight, an anti-bullying promo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like this. I know there, there's some issues. Know, same here. There are issues, right? Okay, so Alexa uh, has been very public about, or talking about her eating disorders and whatnot. So it's a little kind of weird when she's. But again, there's the character versus the person. Right. Yeah. There's when, but the, for me, the big blurring of lines is what happened to the Be a Star initiative and all the serious anti-bullying stuff, and then they're well, kind of mocking that. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay. I think it's okay within the context, guys. It, they're storytelling. They're acting, remember? Oh, I love this. Yeah, and plus it's the heels doing it. You remember back in the day when they do that crap with Molly Holly, like saying she had a, a, a big butt and, and yeah. it's Molly Holly. It's like, come on, really? Like yeah. you're, uh, the image of women you guys have now is just beyond insane if you know, you're making fun of her physique. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, she's a heel. She, it's a it's a very heelish this promo. I thought it was hilarious. Level. I mean, this is like some Eric Cartman level chicken shit heel stuff. I mean, yeah. this is on some levels some of the funniest shit the WWE has done in a long time. Yeah. So she said she was giving away her burrito bowl to to some some old lady, like a homeless lady. Night Jackson went and ate it up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought Alexa's uh, Alexa's delivery was great. Did she actually wrestle yeah. in the main event? Uh, there's some speculation about what's going on with Alexa right now. And yeah, I- she was supposed to be uh, on that tour. Uh, she was, you know, she wasn't. And then she put put some uh, beach photos online. And uh, wrestling Twitter just exploded over the weekend. Yeah, they show naked pictures of her. No, 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 no not, not naked. No. Just uh, like she might have gotten a little work done. Oh, breast implants? Yeah. Because oh. she hasn't wrestled since the night after after Mania. Oh. It's her business. I mean, whatever makes her happy. But tonight with her wrestling out there in a t-shirt and not really getting into the match, yeah. it's, uh, it's, I mean, part I of fandom. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. fandom conspiracy theories about things like this, I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> silly, but. You see those photos. I think it's pretty, you know. I think it's pretty clear. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, well, you know, it makes her more comfortable. Yeah. and adds to. She feels it adds to her, her stock, or not stock, but whatever. <laughs> just as a, yeah. just as a woman. Yeah. Just as a woman. You know what I mean? Who, who cares? Great. Yeah. Good honor. 
The only thing is usually you're supposed to take like, was it four to six weeks off from the ring? It's a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like Billy Kay my, and my, Peyton Royce my, both were gone. were off TV for a while. My, my wife was back in the gym. I swear to God, four days later, but, pressing, bench pressing, bench pressing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, P.S. MMA. She has MMA. Um, yeah, I mean it hurts, but that that they do that for I, I don't I, I don't know. My wife maybe is different. I don't know. I just know like four or five days later, within that like the end of the week, she wasn't in bed like she was supposed to be doing, and was freaking me out. Yeah, and for was re- doing all this crap. Yeah, for some reason I remember like the Attitude Era. It seemed like Sable was getting them every other week for a while there, and uh, she would yep. be Stephanie would be- too. Yeah, and she was out constantly, so she never missed any time off. But they didn't wrestle like they do now. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's the thing online. I mean, that's where it just devolves, right? Because then people start talking about, oh, is this something that the producers wanted her to get? Hell no. So. Oh, no. Answer that right now. No, no way. Nope. Yeah. They would not. They would not say that nowadays. Which is. That's a good and thing. You don't need them. Yeah. And they don't need, yeah. you don't, you know, the girls don't need them nowadays either. They want yeah. to do it because it's it's like my, my own wife. Just just to, you know, to, to, as a woman, just want just wanted them. Make yourself feel better. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of the girls get them. I mean, back in the day when we were younger watching wrestling, there's no question the women were getting it to enhance their look as their oh, personas yeah. go. Yeah. Today it's a different ball game. It's all about what you're doing between those ropes, and that girl could go. Oh, with or definitely. without those, yeah. she's a star. There's, a, there's no pressure coming from that company and having her get those. I, I promise you all this yeah, yeah. watching the show. Yeah, I mean, well, if, if they would, that would be stupid for them with all the stuff they're doing now with the women's. It, know, it, it, uh, it does. Evolution. Yeah, she's the last person I would think like I mean, I would I only look at it like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love everyone in the chat. That she's like, so what's Alexa's Instagram? Like, can I see those photos? <laughs> Go to Wrestling Inc. They're on there. <laughs> of course, they're on Wrestling Inc. From, from Friday. Uh, Just, so, uh, about Alexa Bliss uh, missing the tour. Um, so, Finn Jeez, Balor. Raj. We didn't speculate that Keep she going. got implants. We just brought up that she was not on the tour. The man needs to make a living, Matt. You know, Keep going. All. Um, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins versus Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Surprisingly competitive match. Even there was a given that Finn and Seth were winning. Uh, Curtis and Bo coming out to the Mrs. Music, which made zero sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, you know, you know, you know this is what's, this is what's going to happen and it sucks and it's not fair to those two because those two did a great job in their role with the Miz Taraj. Okay. I guarantee the Miz Taraj was not supposed to last this long, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or get as great as it did. Cause it did. It got great. I agree with you, with you, Raj. It was a great thing for all three, a little bit less for Miz, but nonetheless for the other two there, it was great. And they did their part. So what happens sometimes when there's a, ch- a move like this, a trade back in the day, or a superstar shakeup today, they'll say when they have nothing for you, you know, they'll give you a, well, it's time to sink or swim. I will bet my life those two were told it's time to sink or swim. And it's BS because now it's like, well, okay, I'd love to swim, but guess what? You, the writers, provide me that damn life preserver by who – you know, who you book me up against and what kind of TV time I'm getting and what am I doing on TV uh, context-wise? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I'll use my stuttering character. Like, is that the best use of me? Hell no. You know, but I try to make the best of it that I could. But that's not, like, to be told, okay, it's time to sink or swim and then have that be harnessed on you? Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's a no-win situation. 
You know what I mean? To me, sink or swim is when you give us, you give the person legitimate time and a legitimate opportunity. And tonight, the guys got it. You can't say they didn't. I think they did. With, with the match that they got, the offense they got, the backstage stuff, they, I thought they knocked out of the park for what was written for them because it wasn't that great to begin with, but they did what they could. I'm just predicting what's going to happen with them in the next upcoming months. It's going to be told, they're going to be told sink or swim. Do you think it's too late, though? Like, I think it's so ingrained in fans' heads that these guys are. I hate what, saying yes know, to this. I hate I hate answering yes to this. I hate it because this is guys. This is what as wrestlers we're told. You never know when you'll get that opportunity. You just mm. got to keep your head down and busting your ass and improving and get yourselves over right. Yeah. And the rest will take care of itself. You know, and it's like the guys did that. You know, I mean, maybe not to the level that that what's his name. Um, God, what is wrong with me? Um, my boy, Jinder. Yeah. yeah. Not to the level he did, but, you know, like, I like to see that, you know, the guys that were booked and looked at a certain way, boom, somehow were able to change into something new because they stuck with it. They kept improving. They didn't bitch and moan. They didn't become a cancer to the locker room. You know, I'm telling you right now, it's hard to wrestle, guys, when you're doing crap you don't want to do. Yeah. Do you ever think back? It ain't easy. Do you ever think back to that, Matt, and all the producers, the people that were like, "Oh, do the stuttering thing, force that on you," and you know, you're the one whose DNA is floating in space for for extraterrestrial. <laughs> yeah, I think you clearly yeah, I mean, won in many ways. But but like yeah, in my head, I remember like Vince. I graduated third in my class in college with a communication degree. Like like I'm not saying like I'm Jerry Lawler on the microphone, but for a big guy, I can talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you sure? Why can you know? And that was it. You know, he came up with it. And it's like, all right, time to shut your mouth now, Matt, and knock it out of the ballpark with whatever he gives you. Yeah. You know, and that was my attitude. But it is what it is. I hope these two guys, you know, they do get that gender moment, whatever that is. Maybe this leads to a different character for them that we don't even see coming. I hope that's the case because, guys, they busted their asses. I think the one thing with Jinder and with Drew McIntyre is they really worked on changing their physique, and the Vince loves that. Um, and I, I, as a fan, love it too. I, I mean, they look more like stars. Um, they do, You're but right. you know, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel—they they don't. You know what I mean? And that's—that's that's a good point. I think that's going to hurt them. That's a good point. Not to stereotype body types, but but you're right. You're, you're, you're right. You would think that they would get shredded. And ripped up and going, I'm on TV three different segments a week. I'm mm-hmm. going to get ripped up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. Although, you know, they came back with the Miztourage. I mean, remember, they were they were dead. As dead as you can be. They weren't even making main event most weeks um, before this. I think probably the only reason they were in the Marine 5 with the Miz is because TV could spare them for however long they needed to shoot that. Uh <laughs> So who knows? I mean, Curtis, though, he's a guy, he's worked with a lot of wrestlers at the Performance Center when they come back to do matches. I mean, Bo has the family connection. Clearly, I don't think they're in danger of being cut, but maybe that's no. worse. Maybe it's a worse fate to be just backstage and catering every week. Well, to, to guys that talented, those two, make no mistake, those guys can go, like really go in that ring, um, especially, Kirk, you know, uh, Axel. Yeah. You know, I just... I don't know. Do you take six months off and give them something new? If you have an idea for them, get them off TV for six months and then start whatever that something is with them if it's a new character. 
I almost feel like they took too many people from SmackDown too. Um, like like Heath Slater. Um, I mean, uh, like Zack Ryder uh, was on main event working with Mike Kanellis. Do you really need to shift them over just to kind of, you know, have them work main event? You know what I mean? Who went where? So like <laughs> Zack Ryder, Mike Kanellis. Uh, yeah. All went to Raw from SmackDown. There's a, there's a few others that I don't think were even Mojo, used to Mojo, uh, Authors of Pain, Fashion Police. Yeah, Fashion Police. Yeah. So it's like, why bother moving them if you're not, you know, if you're not even going to put them on TV or, I mean, they didn't even work a dark match. Weird Raw, man. Yeah. Weird Raw. Uh, main event of that Raw 10 woman tag match the Riot Squad, Mickey James, and Alexa Bliss. Versus Bailey, Sasha Banks, Natalia, Ember Moon, and Nia Jax. So a little bit of a showcase here for some of the newer talent to Raw. Mm -hmm. uh, the commentary got to explain who they are, what their stories are, yeah. uh, give them a chance to shine a bit. It devolved into a full-on brawl. And then uh, when Mickey James was beating up Natalia, Ronda Rousey came out. Um, great. What was that? A hip attack? Uh, the the no, take down? Yeah, that the hip toss. Yeah, the hip attack. The hip attack. Hip. Well, she tossed her down, not over. I don't know. The hip attack. I, you know, it's uh, taken me long enough to learn the names of the proper wrestling moves. Now you take MMA into it and Ronda doing judo. Yeah, well, so uh, Matt, your wife does uh, MMA. Mm -hmm. With the arm bar, you're supposed to pull straight in the arm, right? You're trying to, like, yank it back. Yeah. So Ronda's now, yeah. like, bending it. Have you noticed that? Like when she's applying it, maybe maybe she's worried she'll really hurt him or or whatever. The, but no, I didn't notice that actually. I gotta yeah, watch she it does again. this. Like she she gets the arm and then she just kind of like bends it like this. So no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, she did that with Stephanie last week too, or the week before, whenever that was. I, I, whenever I saw that, I always thought there was a wrestling way to do it to make it look like the arm is snapping more. Do you know be. what I mean? Because yeah. in real life, trust me, if that was being pressured, you could not bend it that way. Oh my god! Well, I wouldn't want her putting me in the armbar and doing it right. You know, like yeah. just in Ooh. case, just in case she gets a little amped up or or anything. You know, yeah, it's, uh, it's painful. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll see for backlash. I mean, I'm assuming Natalia and Ronda versus Mickey and real quick this end of this match. So yeah, so. Um, they were all the women were outside the ring. Nia did this jump from the yeah. from the apron onto everyone. And then uh, Natalia was like, they did this. She got chop blocked outside of the ring. So mm -hmm. they were playing that they were helping her out. Mickey James drop kicked her, and then Ron, that brought Ronda Rousey out. She went in, hip tossed Mickey, put her in the arm bar, and then uh, bell rang. Presumably a DQ. It, it made it seem like that was like the Ronda won. Match, like Ronda won. But yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. no sense at all. So no. assuming <laughs> on commentary, they said it was a DQ. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Like the, the, the rest of the women were forgotten about. Um, don't want to waste much time on it, but did not like that Booker was back. <laughs> yeah. Better than Coachman, though, in recent I, I actually Coachman. think so, too. Yeah, Coachman was Coachman terrible. seems like he's watching everything for the first time. He's yeah, like, wait true. a second. What's a battle royal? You know, it's like, dude, Raw after WWE for like 10 years. Raw after Mania, tough night to debut on the main roster. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, does Coach Bone watch this stuff? I mean, I, I don't I need everyone so. to be Morrow, but uh, 
I thought Booker was fine tonight. I thought he was fine tonight. It was it was an improvement from when he was on before, for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm sure if he was back on weekly, it would devolve. Yeah. Um, do you think they're gonna get Raj? I uh, saw. So I can't remember where I read it. Maybe Meltzer talked about. It. Do you think they're gonna actually add a female to the commentary Tag. team? Oh no, uh, no. I was gonna say on commentary first. We'll talk about the tag situation, Matt. Uh, it was funny your reply to that tweet. But Raj, people, I uh, know. So Impact last night, had, uh, Tessa Blanchard came out did commentary a match. I know the WWE has done that on the mixed match on May Young. Obviously, do you think they're going to add a woman to the the commentary booth at some point? You know, I heard someone. You know, I heard that rumor that Meltzer said. I I never heard him say it. I didn't see anything in the Observer or anything about it. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a process. It's not like you just bring them on there. You go to NXT right. work commentary. So if they were, you would see right. someone trying out there. So, yeah. So I yeah. don't see it happening anytime soon. I subscribed to Meltzer. Uh, Cause I was like, you know what? Finally, I'm going to feel good about this. I'm going to pay my money. The dude puts out uh, so much content. I was just like, this is too much. I'm just going to get <laughs> the, the interesting recaps that I see on wrestling Inc and Twitter, you know? <laughs> Like it's literally, I don't. Who has the time? Um, oh. yeah, it's insane. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, but separating the wheat from the chaff, man. I mean, he's not getting paid by the word, people. Can I just get like a recap? You know, just the simple stuff. Anyhow, women. There's tag. a lot of there's a lot of you know a lot happens in a week, so there's a lot yes. of stuff that's you've read already by the time it comes out. You know, so yeah. there was always that issue. So last Wednesday, Thursday, the WWE, and this is new, they've been doing these more um, more commentary articles that aren't necessarily kayfabe, where they had one of five controversial decisions we want Paige to make as SmackDown GM. And no. it was weird, this was on right. WWE.com. First thing was women's tag titles. Uh, second was bring back talking smack. There was other things about actually mm -hmm. it's funny. There's a lot of stuff we've talked about on this podcast that smack down smack do to improve itself. But here's the thing with women's tag. That was interesting. This has been speculated for a while. This article came out and I don't know if you noticed on all of the women's wrestlers, Twitters, like especially the women who aren't in the championship picture right now, we're jumping in, talking about it, talking it up. Um, do you guys uh, think it's, it's going to happen sooner rather than later? Yes, I do. I could, I could see it happening. I don't I don't think it'll happen this year. Um, oh, it will. They they usually they like they they haven't even introduced the two hundred five live uh, tag titles yet, right? Which, I they, which they're I'll be working on. I will be very honest with this. Women's tag titles are much more important than than two hundred five. Oh, for sure. Titles. But they've been working on this two hundred five live one for a while, and they're still not you know haven't announced it. So I think it would take a bit to get to the. The spot where you're, you know, because chances are Within, if they're working on it, the design would get leaked. You know, though that always seems to happen. You start hearing about them making plans to start creating women tag teams. And, uh, yeah. you know, you, you start seeing hints of it happening. Like on 205 Live, you have like tag teams now happening a lot more. Well, I don't know. Maybe all these goddamn women's tag matches that they've been doing for the last two years on SmackDown and Raw. Have been your two. Uh, there's yeah. gonna be eight man. Yeah, there's gonna be eight woman tag. Uh, yeah, <laughs> eight, the eight woman tag team title. I just don't know. So what does that mean? Does that mean Raw has women's tag titles and uh, SmackDown has I women's tag titles? I don't know. I just know it'll happen. Yeah. Um, 
I just, yeah, it gives, I mean, again, it was like what we said on Twitter, Glenn. I think it gives the girls another seg- guaranteed segment. Mm-hmm. It gives them another guaranteed storyline. I like it. I, I, I do. I yeah. Think, yeah. Man, try it out in NXT first and get some <laughs> real tag teams and then uh, and then do it. Because you don't have a, a women tag teams right now, right? I mean. No. I mean, you have women, lots of women's tag matches. But, you know, NXT. Sure has had this problem for, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but NXT's had this problem for such a long time. I mean, going back to when Bailey was champ, the women's title scene is just dominated uh, with these long-reigning winning women's champs. Right, right. And if you're not in that picture, you're maybe on TV once every other month. But do, yeah. do, does adding titles really do anything at this point? Listen, I know why people think, oh, titles are meaningless and this and that. For the reasons I just mentioned, why this is a good idea is why it's a good idea. It gets forget the titles. It gets the girls on TV more. It creates different storylines. It creates you know t- double team maneuvers. It creates all these different things and elements that we're not currently getting, and that now the WWE has to guarantee us every week more women. I don't know. I almost feel like it would still be the same number of segments. Just one would have the women's tag team titles. Well, as you to... like ste- you like stakes. There you go. There's more stakes. Something's at stake. You're already yeah. saying you, something should be at stake. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, was... I'm not against it. I well, I, I about... always hate when you add too many titles. But uh... what about hey? Listen. What about making the, it a crossover thing? I mean, I don't. I know they like to do brand. You know, everyone stays on their own brand. But I think if you're a tag team, maybe there's one tag team, you know, one tag team champions that go from show to show. Hmm. Or defending the pay-per-views. I feel like you just have one brand that has it. Since you got the Cruiserweight title anyway on Raw, kind of, even though they're never on anymore. Um, Then it it balances it out, kind of. Yeah, you're right. And they've shown that they, they could have one show, like with the Cruiserweights. Yeah. Like you just said, I, I thought they would never just have one show have that. I thought they'd have both shows when, when this was first an idea with the Cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. But it was just Monday Night Raw, remember? Yeah. That they had it. So what, why couldn't they do that with the women's tag team division too, you know, being solely on one show? I'd like to see them cross over, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you defend it on the pay-per-view, and that way you have all the qualifying, all the build-up beyond the separate shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they come together. Because I think having two women's belts – Although, granted, there'd be four women's matches per pay-per-view, but uh, at that point... Uh, Not necessarily. There's a yeah. lot of times you don't see the tag team title, the men's tag titles defended. The girls are deep, though, man. I don't know. I just yeah. think they're crazy deep. Hey, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not against it. I just... Uh, if it's done right, I, I just think two sets of tag titles is overkill. You do one set, yeah. and then I think that, that, that might work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, I don't think they're going to trim back the roster anytime soon. I mean, part of it now, so you look at Impact having a very well-received pay-per-view last night. Um, what was it? Redemption. So I didn't watch it. it. I didn't watch it, but I read, I mean, on Twitter, it was blowing up. Uh, Pentagon Jr. is the new champion, beat Austin Aries. Um, Who the hell is that? Pentagon <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Who is he? Uh, uh, he's from Lucha Underground, uh, you know, AAA, uh, Luchador. Really good. He's he got a really cool look, really cool gimmick. Uh, it was him, Phoenix, and Austin Aries in the main event. It was supposed to be Aries and Alberto El Patron, but uh, Alberto got fired. So, 
they switched it to that. Is that, that, oh, is that guy that is, is this was Pentagon? Is that his name Pentagon? Yeah, Pentagon. Yeah. Sweet. Was Pentagon that over that, that, that you thought that was a good move, taking a title off of Austin Aries? I don't think so. I, I really like Pentagon, but he, he, he's a Lucha Underground guy, and he they ju- he just kind of got in the mix. I think they changed that title too many times. They, yeah. they don't they like you know what I thought the title was meant the most recently was when Lashley had that long Lashley, mm. yeah, because yeah. he had that believability. Uh, <clears throat> they weren't switching it, you know, night and day, and uh, mm-hmm. and now it's hard to keep track. I mean, the wrestling's good, but it just comes across as you don't know who's going to be on the next show, who's there for yep. the you know the next few days, and who's there long term. Um, I think character wise, the best one they got right now is Eli Drake and his contracts coming up. He teamed with Scott Steiner. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see him get another chance in WWE. I really would. I think he could be a superstar. I love that dude on the mic. I love <laughs> him on awesome. the mic. He's awesome. There's, I mean, there's so much great talent. That's the problem is that not everyone's getting time or getting a push. Well, and, what uh, he's talented at is something phone. that's kind of going away. Like yeah. his character and promos is almost like a, a throwback to the Attitude Era because it is. It, it's that larger than life kind of delivery, which you're not seeing as often now. Hmm. It's, enter- it's entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when when the the manner of speaking is so loud, you don't need words on the screen. <laughs> yeah. That right. Yeah. Impactful. Um, yeah. So that, I can't wait. Forty bucks for that pay per view last night, though. I mean, that's, I was going to watch it, and then I'm like, the WWE has got me accustomed now into thinking <laughs> that, you know, pay-per-view should be just a monthly charge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got their streaming app. I mean, they could do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you hear the WWE DVD of the Hardys? They got impact footage, and they plug pretty hard to, about the Global Wrestling Network. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't and, say uh, hard, but they, they plug it a lot. On, and Rich Swan is going to impact now, right? No, he's just backstage, but his oh. wife works there, so he could he, he oh. might have just been. Gotcha. And yeah, Tessa Blanchard signed. Um, so yeah, that kind of kills that latest round of speculation about her going to NXT. Yeah. Oh, or being in the May Young Classic again this year. Uh, yeah, man. God. No, she might be back by then. <laughs> you know, Maybe. like just how fast people yeah. do those go. contracts. Those contracts don't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, might as well just be a handshake at this point. Um, cool, yeah. guys. Uh, so what else? What else we got? Ross? So Matt, about? Cena, Nikki Bella. Oh, yeah, yeah, So Ooh. what are they asking you? How did I know? Well, <laughs> you've thoughts. been calling it for, like, uh, strongly calling it that uh, they wouldn't be getting John, married. Because no matter what, under any circumstance, will John Cena get married? John is married to, not to make him sound arrogant or a douche or anything like that, John is, is, is 1 million percent into his career yeah. at all costs. John made that deal with the devil many years ago, many years ago. And, and, and he's just not somebody from, I just know him, okay? He's not, he ain't marrying nobody. And, and, and if he does, it, I, I said it, I, I'll have to say, I will not believe it till I see him walk down the aisle. And then that marriage has got to last for more than one year. Before I would still then believe it. <laughs> Even then, you're just calling them boyfriend and girlfriend until that year because, is up. Because, like, I'm not going to lie, you guys. They, guys, I'm not going to lie. They had me at WrestleMania with those behind the scenes uh, footage of 
like John nervous. And I'm like, he ain't nervous. I'm talking about my wife. I'm like, this is such BS. And then like when he like kind of cried in front of like, you know, her backstage and pointed to his mom being there. I was like, no way. You know what I mean? I started, I got a little hook line and sinker on that though. I did. Yeah. I was like, maybe I was wrong in my head, but I'm like, no, I know John. And I'm not saying he's a bad person by saying this, by the way, I'm just saying he's, I, John's not going to get married. It's never going to happen. Yeah. No way. Well, I'll tell you when the details if, came if, out. Do you guys hear this, that? There's like a static sound. Do you guys hear that? I think it's Matt's uh, mic. Oh, Matt, your mic rubbing against uh, oh, your beard. Sorry. Um, when the news came out, I knew he had Nikki sign that agreement, but in the breakup, the news came out, it was a 75 page habitation agreement signed when they moved in together. That, that, that was out before they uh, split. Yeah. That probably should have been a tip off. That habitation thing was years old. That was yeah, on yeah, Total yeah. Divas. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not somebody who's willing to throw caution to the wind. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, I, I don't watch the I don't watch Total Divas. So what 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 are they saying in the storyline of that reality show as to why they broke up? So they're gonna have to probably film refilm their breakup because so, <laughs> you know they didn't break up in front of the camera. So they're probably gonna have to film it because this season was yes. supposed to end with John and Nikki's wedding. They're supposed to be getting married two weeks on May fifth in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So oh. they're probably gonna have to film them breaking up. Uh, so that's gonna be awkward. They'll do it by text, you know. Yeah, just Twitter. Um, but yeah, so that's so. I guess that's how this season will end. Wow, crazy! Greatest Royal Rumble on Friday. What's the final card, Rush? Um, here, let's take a quick look. We can talk more about it on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but let's get uh, you guys for Reigns and Lesnar. Any uh, you guys picking Reigns? Yeah. Roman Reigns, yep. Winning I'm not a religious man, but I'm praying to God that Roman Reigns goes over just so the storyline <laughs> will come to a close. Yeah, really. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, do you see uh, Undertaker Rusev? I'm sure we're in agreement there. Yeah. Uh, it's AJ Styles versus Nakamura. It seems like they're kind of uh, uh, jumping to this a little quick. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. AJ's going to wear a cup. AJ's yeah, I think I think he wears a cup and and wins, but it, it continues. Yeah. Uh, the gender versus um, gender versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. Gender. That's what I think, and especially gender. with the way he lost tonight. He lost last week too. Um, gender, yeah. I see. I see him winning, and I can see them going with him and Chad Gable since Chad Gable beat right. him tonight. So, um, yeah, I agree. And and with that, that means the Intercontinental Title is probably going to change. Seth Smack. Rollins, The Miz, yeah. Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe in a ladder match. Yes, Samoa Joe maybe. Yeah, wins it. please, 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 please. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, Joe, The Miz, both of those, both of them would be good. The Miz, I just feel like you've kind of already done that, so it would be kind of. To change a pace to go with Joe. Is he going to tie or break Jericho's record with his next IC win, though? Oh, the uh, the longest amount of time. The, the most amount of times. Yeah. Um, I, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barr versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. <coughs> uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Same. 
Obviously, <laughs> the fact that it's the Raw Tag Team Championships, the Parham on SmackDown, I think is kind of a spoiler. And then uh, SmackDown, SmackDown Tag Team titles, the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. Bludgeons. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cena versus Triple H. Ooh. That's a good one. I do not know. Cena. I think Cena. The, the way he was jobbed out at Mania, like getting squashed by Taker, I think they haven't beat Triple H. And I think John Cena is a big deal over there as well. So, And then the uh, 50-man Royal Rumble. Don't care. Yeah, I mean... Braun Strowman. Yeah, since there's no there's there's no stake, so anyone can win it. Um, Braun. Braun's a good pick. I mean, right. Braun's Braun, a Braun or Bobby. Oh, yeah. I could see, I could see Braun. I don't think Daniel Bryan. Some people are throwing that in there. Uh, yeah, I can see Braun. It makes sense. All right. Oh man. Just looking so confirmed so far for the greatest Royal Rumble. We only have 21 names out of 50 so far Daniel Bryan, Big Show, Braun Strowman, Kurt Angle, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neill, Elias, Gold Dust, Mojo Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Shelton Benjamin, Sin Cara, Chris Jericho, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Yep. But then you got a bunch of, you got Gallows and Anderson. You'll have all those guys in there, you know? It's a Royal Rumble. Sorry. It's the greatest Royal (laughs) Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble with no stakes. But anyway. Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern. We'll be back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Give our final thoughts before that show. Talk about SmackDown Live uh, from tomorrow night. And yeah, man, uh, Matt, anything you want to plug or hit before we get out here? Can you guys see this? The, the vitamin B, B12. Did it say B12? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Called BioVape. Pretty cool. Um, and uh, wish me luck in my quitting my cancer sticks. Good luck. Good luck, yes. man. It's a Thank tough you. battle. Raj was coming up on the site. Uh, fans, busy week. We got uh, Greatest Royal Rumble Friday. So tons of stuff heading into that. And then Backlash next week. So it's, it's uh, nonstop. Yep. Cool, guys. Uh, Until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Appreciate a follow. And we'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, 
The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.